So we also spoke about growth, and we think that growth is just this straight linear line. So we start somewhere and we just grow. But that is not true growth. That is not what really happens in the world. Like growth, you go up and you go down. But then what happens is, like when you're in that uh, down phase of the growth period, that's when you learn the most. So you're going up, something happens, you get knocked down a little bit. But the thing is, you're still better than when you started. But when you're in that sort of lull period, that is when you learn. That is when you grow. That is when you reflect. And that reflection will then act like a springboard that will propel you forward. Again, I'm getting Mikey to put some... Uh, slides up on the screen here so you can actually see uh the, the, the this thing i'm looking at here so you can actually see it welcome to the prime life project podcast a place to help you unlock your full potential both mentally and physically to become the best version of you Welcome back to an episode of the Prana Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James. And if you're watching this on video, either on Spotify or YouTube, you will notice that my backdrop has changed. So if you saw my Instagram story, you will see that myself and the Prana Project coaches have left uh, the gym that we were working out of. I'm not going to get into that on today's episode. Uh, that's potentially for a much further episode further on down the line. But all you need to know is that we left of our own accord. Uh, myself and the business are absolutely amazing. We've never been in a better position. This is my temporary office slash studio for the next one, two, maybe three episodes. Uh, and then I'll be moving to a new place, a new location uh, for the next six months. And that's when our next big project is going to start. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for this. I'm actually going to close this window while we're getting going. I'm going to do this completely live as well on this because as I was going, a truck drove past. So I'm going to make sure. There we go. Uh, keep it in the moment. So uh, yes, today's episode. I wasn't really uh, sure where to go on this um, because my head's been a bit of a scramble. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on, obviously trying to make sure my coaches are all okay with the move, making sure their businesses are all okay. Uh, and then myself, again, making sure my businesses are kept on going, um, which wasn't really necessarily an issue. But it's then a case of like, right, what do I really want to talk about? Um, and I thought to myself, what what am I in the mood to talk about? Like, And I've thought about it, I've sat with it, and I was even going to get Mikey on to do one of the episodes where me and Mikey have a chat before. Do you know what? I'm just going to take the reins here, like Chris in this new uh, office studio space. Uh, And I want to talk about uh, some key take-homes I took from two recent courses that I went on. So you may have heard me speak about this a little bit on the podcast before. Uh, Again, Mikey was on one of the courses with me. So that was with Paul Cope, and that was how to solve all of life's problems. So I took Mikey down with me. I took Katie, who's uh, my assistant. She came down with me as well. Uh, So us three went down with three other people, sorry, down up to Liverpool uh, to spend uh, the weekend with Paul and it was absolutely incredible I then a week later went back up to Liverpool to do an NLP practitioner qualification so uh, I've now got an NLP, NLP qualification uh, so basically, this is sort of a review of what I learned on these courses. So it's something that I actually taught my clients uh, when I came back, like I always do. If I learn new information, uh, I sit with it, I resonate with it, and then I actually present it to my clients. So that as I'm learning, uh, my, my clients can learn with me, if that makes sense, to uh, add it on top of what I've already taught them. So I teach them the base level foundations. And every single Friday, I do a live workshop with them where I basically keep imparting more knowledge, more wisdom to help them level up. And I thought, right, let's just talk about this stuff because Paul Cope, yes, he's been on the podcast. He's a great podcast podcast guest like again really really well loved one of the best episodes I think I've done to be fair but he then also came on and did a uh, private workshop for just my clients as well so I wanted to basically give them an understanding of the kind of stuff that I learned on Paul's course um, so the main key take home to start off with is um, about taking responsibility and being kind to yourself now this is something that again I've spoken about before and a lot of other guests spoke about this so remember this uh, we had Fleet Mall on uh, and his podcast Radical Responsibility so one of the biggest things that he spoke about was like you have to take radical responsibility complete radical responsibility 
of your life and the things that you've done. But in order to do this, you have to be kind to yourself. And this is sometimes where people don't um, do do both things. They take responsibility, but in taking responsibility, they're not very kind to themselves. So you've got to take this um, empowering approach that when you're taking responsibility, it should be empowering. It shouldn't be a negative thing at all. Like, even if you've done something that's been catastrophic to yourself, your business, your family, whatever it is, you need to take responsibility for it, but you need to be empowering with it as well because you, there's lessons to be learned there. There's lessons to be learned in something that's gone on. Like, whether it's something completely tragic and it's absolutely awful, there's still some lessons that you can pick from that. So don't turn it into a negative experience. There's a time and a place for negativity. Again, over the last week, I've myself been in a pretty dark place for a few days as I was reflecting on some things and how potentially I could have uh, prevented the the outcome that eventually was even though nothing was my fault left my head held high it still was a time for me to actually reflect and take some responsibility because again you can't just play the blame game super easy for me to do all the information was there for me to play the blame game however that's not going to help me grow as a person so even I was taking that responsibility to another level taking radical responsibility for any part that I played but with that it's always easy to make it become a negative experience because once you're doing that inner work and you're doing that work on yourself, it can become very, very, very easy and familiar to turn it negative. So be aware of that. Like when you're taking responsibility of stuff, like make it empowering, not negative. Um, because the biggest thing you need to do with this is with the taking responsibility. As you're trying to move forward, you need to understand that you've got programs, like there's programs, systems, or software that you use that are hardwired in how you do things in everyday life. And you can't move forward uh, installing new programs until you've figured out the old programs. So again, imagine your computer design or something like that or just anything on a mobile phone. Like you need to understand what is currently on this mobile phone so that you can then update that software. But the problem is what we, we don't do that. We're like, oh, update it and we'll update it. But you need to know what's on there first for the update to come in and over-install it, if that makes sense. Um, and also with this as well, it's understanding that when you're taking responsibility, keeping it a bit like being kind to yourself because you don't want to become the victim. In this whole thing and this is where there's this whole thing about being kind to yourself like being not not being kind to yourself puts you in that victim mindset and i spoke about this before i'm not going to go too much into this i've done a whole podcast episode on this so there's taking responsibility to being kind to yourself essentially it should be empowering uh, it should not put you in victim mode at all and you need to understand that this is part of the process to for you to move forward and install new empowering software in your life like everything happens for a reason in our lives and just stop giving away your energy this is something that I had to do. I had to um, make a decision at a certain point over the last few days where I'm going to stop giving and wasting my energy on things that I can't control. Because again, it is hard. It is hard when you've built something, whatever that is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business, anything in life, and you have to move on. But that's what part of change is. So again, I've done a lot of reading this last week about change, and it's understanding that you can't stand, you can't hold on to this whole old stuff. If you're trying to level up, you have to let go of the old stuff. You can't have the new stuff along with the old stuff. Think about it as a wardrobe. Like, there's only a certain amount of shoes you can fit in that wardrobe. You have to get rid of some of the old shoes in order to put the new shoes in there. Same thing with this. So there's certain situations and events in life, whether it could be a person, it could be an event, it could be a thing that you are holding on to and it's actually stopping you moving forward. Just like that old pair of shoes, you have to throw it out. You have to get rid of it. It served its purpose. It may be sentimental, but it's not going to help you moving forward. It served its course. It's done what it needed to do. Get rid of those old pair of shoes. There's a new better pair of shoes coming in for you, okay? Really, really powerful thing. And once I read that, I was a bit like, yeah, this is, it really, really resonated with me. And again, it's not my notes here, but I just want to like just impart that because it's something that really struck a chord with me where it's just like, yeah, actually, I know this is happening for me, and I know it is, but I can't hold on. 
as much as I want to because I'm a very, very sentimental person. I'm the kind of guy that when I get a new car, I cry as I'm driving my old car back. Don't start fucking... I knew you are going to laugh at that. It's fine. I, knew, I knew I was like, Mike's going to laugh at this. Uh, that, but that's me. Like, I'm very, very sentimental. I'm a very, very sentimental person. But sentiment doesn't really get you anywhere when you're trying to improve your life in any way, shape or form. Now, another part of this Paul Cope course here was about um, understanding that our needs, so the needs of us, are in a constant dance with other people's needs. And both of our human needs and our emotional needs. So we spoke about this before with Norrie. So we've got human and emotional needs. So all of us have human needs and emotional needs. And my needs, if I'm in a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, my needs are in a constant dance with that other person. So it's important that you need to like just, just understand this. Understand the other person's got needs as well as your own. Because I think sometimes we can get very, very selfish in life and just only focus on our own needs. So again, the, the human needs and emotional needs have got their certainty or control, uh, uncertainty or variety, significance uh, or... Or feeling special and or ego and then love and connections they're just the ones that paul used there obviously there's, there's a few more but he just condensed it down to four so we've got our need for certainty and control our need for uncertainty or variety our need for significance feeling special and or ego and our needs for love and connection so we've got our needs and then the person we're with again whether it's friendship whether it's in business like partner whatever it is like and our needs are in constant dance with each other so it's understanding that like we're both trying to get our needs met and this is where it's important with communication Communication is such a powerful tool because if you're not good at communicating with people in any way, shape or form, then what's going to happen is you're never going to get your needs met. Again, you look at kids, like the reason why kids scream and cry and stuff is because they can't communicate that they're not having their needs met. Like hopefully, people listening to this, you have evolved from a childlike state, like you have words and it's just that art and ability to actually communicate. Now again, it is a skill and some people really struggle with it, but again, take responsibility and be like, right, actually my communication isn't great. I'm not great at communicating my needs. I'm not communicating, I'm not great at communicating what I actually need. So then you can then work on that. It's really, really important. Again, NLP, neuralistic programming. The linguistic was a real key part of actually this course. So actually understanding the language that we use. Because again, with this, when I'm talking right now, and this is where I think Mikey said this to me a few times, he doesn't understand how I can come on here and just rattle off what I do like I'm doing now, like I'm in a complete flow state. But when you're in this flow state like this, it's my subconscious is talking to you. So when I'm doing these podcasts, I'm going to get guests on. The reason why uh, I've got the ability to get such key information out of the guests is because my conscious brain can't keep up with my subconscious. So I'm literally on autopilot now and my subconscious is just spewing out information to you. This is why people can make fraudulent slips where they say things they don't mean to. It's because they're not consciously thinking about it. They're on autopilot. So it's understanding the words that you use are very, very powerful. So understand that your words have power. So again, your subconscious, listen to the words you're saying. If you're saying very, very negative things constantly about yourself, then that says on a subconscious level, You've got to be thinking some negative things about you. Again, I wasn't meant to be talking about this. We'll go into this in another podcast episode because it's quite a deep thing. But understand the words that you use are very, very powerful. When you're actually listening to someone talk, listen to the words that they use because they will tell you what they're actually thinking or feeling in the words they use because they're not going to be consciously thinking about it because your conscious brain can't work that quickly. So again, a little tip there. Just listen to what people uh, say or when people are writing things down, just look at the words that they use. I've started to do this a lot with clients, especially when it comes to their check-ins. They will tell me some things like, um, they, they, they basically say that they were talking to themselves or I was thinking or I was had a conversation whatever but I, the words they're using they're telling me what they were doing uh, and there's one particular occasion I, I could see that this guy basically talked himself into having a pizza and I said to him so like, you got inside your own head there didn't you and you convinced yourself to have a pizza and he went yeah how did you know and I was basically because you basically just said it there like the wording that you use so it's a really really powerful thing there when it comes to these dances of getting our needs met we need to change our dance um, that we're in with other people um, consciously so that we have our needs met in a better way to be our true self. So when we're in this dance with people, especially if it's a negative cycle, we need to consciously, 
understand that there's a better way for us to get our needs met if there's conflict there. So if we're in a relationship, we're constantly ba- ba- um, like banging heads, whether it's in, in a workplace, wherever it is, understand that we need to change our dance. Like we need to try and if we can sync up with theirs while still getting our needs met or come to an agreement where we both try and change our dance so that we're in harmony with each other. Again, it's all about harmony. Life is all about harmony. Understanding that we are not the only people in this world. Like there's other people there and other people trying to get their needs met and how they get their needs met may be very, very different to how we get our needs met. And that's absolutely fine, but you need to understand that. So it's important. You've got to take that responsibility to change your dance. Again, but still look after yourself and get your needs met to make sure that you're the true authentic version of yourself. Now, again, this is a big quote. Um, I first heard it um, years ago, I think from Tony Robbins, about the world is happening to me, not for me. Uh, and it's happening to get my character, the personality's needs met. So basically, Paul spoke about these different characters that we've got. Again, he spoke about it on um, uh, the podcast episode. I'm getting Mikey to ping it up on the video, which episode number that is, so you can go back and check it out because it's an incredible episode. If you've not heard Paul talk, his, his whole premise of this is that our inner child, like the, 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 the young version of us, when we go into situations we can't deal with, we create these characters to deal with situations. So we basically become these different persons. So for example, uh, if you've got a, a kid, like how you are with your partner is different to how you are with your kid, to how you are different with your parents, to how you're different with your friends, to how you're different with your work colleagues, to how you're different if you go into a new environment. Like there's all these different things, like you create these different characters to deal with situations. But it's understanding that our characters, these different personalities, again, are still trying to get their needs met. But the world is happening to us, like we create our reality. So again if you've got this character that's very very negative and destructive in your life and you are not aware of it then your life is going to be a reflection of that character trying to get their needs met let me say that again that this character is trying to get his needs met so if the world you're living is very chaotic can't understand why it's potentially because you've got this character running the show that you aren't aware of and all that character is trying to do is get their needs met at the detriment of you as the true authentic version of you because you aren't actually in control and again, the world is reflecting back at us what's in our shadow. So Paul spoke a lot about shadow work. And again, shadow work is not really something that I've ever delved into. Like I kind of knew what it was, but I've never really understood it in uh, in a great deal of detail. So essentially shadow work, the shadow self, uh, are parts of ourselves that we push down to the unconscious level. And the parts that we're insecure about, ashamed of, or frustrated with, uh, and therefore we repress. So you've got suppression and or repression. So um, suppression is where we consciously do it. Repression is where we unconsciously just basically push things down we suppress them so it's an unconscious thing that we do like we, we just press it down get it out of the way and this again i think i spoke about this before when it comes to the um the podcast episode where i shared my story about sex and stuff like uh my, my issues and battles with sex like that was a massive thing for me that was in my shadow like it's something that i was ashamed of it's something that was i was frustrated about and it's something that i was really, really insecure about like how people judge me so when mikey actually did that podcast with me where we spoke about that and i actually got that out there that was a massive weight lifted off my shoulders because it, it's something that i felt was in my shadow that was holding me back but then once I'd actually done this and actually just let it out into the world and it just released so much pressure off me it was absolutely incredible so a lot of people have actually said that since that episode they noticed a change in me and how I actually communicate in this podcast and that's because again I've now got no shame I've fully owned who I am as a person and it's completely liberating it's absolutely incredible but again this concept of the shadow self is based on the notion that we figuratively bury those pieces of personality that we fear would not be welcome accepted or loved by others therefore we keep them in the shadows so again, we've all got this stuff that's happened maybe in the past that we're ashamed of, or just some little things like parts of our personality or traits. And we all kind of know this to be true. We spoke about this in the relationship um, uh, with Alicia um, uh, Dakin. Who was that? Uh, Alicia. 
Davon, Davon, Alicia Davon. We spoke about um, in relationships. And again, look at all the other relationship podcast experts that we've had. Like, come on. We speak about this here about when you're dating, like trying to show up as the true, authentic version of yourself. But when was the last time you really let people into this version of you? It's quite hard to do. Even if you've been with someone for a while, it's very hard because we've all got this stuff in our shadows. So the person that you're with's got it as well. So it's kind of like two people that are trying to be as authentic as possible. But until you address that stuff that's in your shadow, the stuff that you're really, really like uh, suppressing, repressing, whatever it is, like it's an unconscious just burying it down like get rid of that stuff that you're ashamed of and fully own it it's always going to follow you around it's always going to be there so it's really important stuff again that i hadn't really noticed much about and again paul went to some amazing detail on it uh, and it's something i really want to be looking into uh, about the shadow work so again i know scarlet again a former podcast guest is really really into that in short, our shadow selves are versions of ourselves uh, that we do not show society so we kind of suppress them down uh, and again shadow work is a practice of loving what is and and setting the shame and judgment free so that we can be our true selves. And that's a big thing. Like I said to you before, that whole sexual stuff, like just to set myself free of judgment for myself. It wasn't necessarily um, other people. It's more myself. I was carrying that shame for myself. and never really cared what other people thought. But again, I, I suppose on that subconscious, unconscious level, I actually really did. I was worried what people would say. So there's me like, I'm not bothered, not bothered, but I clearly was on a level. So I actually needed to get that story out there and then just be like, right, I've now owned my story. I've owned my truth. And the truth is the truth whether you like it or not. So this is me. You either accept it or you don't. So again, it's really, really powerful, uh, that shadow work. And again, the shadow work, it's like yin and yang. So the yin and yang symbol, the light and the dark. Like you can't have the light without the dark. So again, embrace your darkness. That's a big thing. Like embrace the darkness. Like we all have this dark side. We all try and claim that we are perfect, perfect to them perfect. And again, there's something else that was said as well. It's understanding that in the world, everyone's always the victim. When everyone's saying, oh, people have always been done hard done by. So everyone's always, no, 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 no. Like everyone's, no, not every single person is the martyr, like is, is the victim here. Like sometimes you are the aggressor. Sometimes you do horrible things and that's absolutely fine. But just own it. Understand like everyone has that dark side of them. And I'm not saying you've got to go do some crazy horrible stuff. I'm not saying that at all, but just own the mistakes that you make. Stop trying to claim that you're whiter than white because you're not and nobody is. But you're not having to accept, I'm not saying you've got to go and accept it and write a podcast post on it or an Instagram thing. I'm not saying you've got to do anything crazy like that. But just for you, for your own sanity, just accept what you are. Just accept that you do have flaws. Everyone has flaws. And again, stop trying to hide it because once you've actually just released it and accepted it, it becomes so, so freeing. Um, Victor Hugo famously said, the greatest happiness of life is the conviction that we are loved, loved for ourselves, or rather loved in spite of ourselves. So I think it's just a great quote to sort of summarize this shadow work. Like we are loved in spite of ourselves. So just learn to love yourself. Learn to love that shadow version of you. Because again, once you put light on the darkness, it's no longer there. You can't harm you. You destroy darkness by shining light on it. So all this dark stuff that you're afraid of, shine some light on it. Again, maybe journal about it. Just sit down with yourself and you really just own the, some of the stuff that you've done because it's so, so powerful. And it's now stuff that I get clients to do. I'll just get them to sit down and just really own some of their stuff. It's so, so powerful. Again, it should be empowering. Remember, it's empowering. You're taking radical responsibility that is empowering. You're not trying to basically tell yourself through the world's worst piece of whatever. Like, it's not about that. It's just being completely true and authentic. Like, ah, do you know what? I've made some real mistakes here. But then you learn from it. Remember, pain plus reflection equals progress. You're going through the pain of going through the shadow work. You've got the reflection. Actually reflect on it. What could you have done differently? What would you do now if that same situation came? And that's when you make the progress. Another cool thing here is like when we get triggered, so when someone triggers you, we all know that someone says something and just really gets you back up, makes you feel a certain way. Ask yourself, in what way 
Do I want to be more like that person? Because especially when it comes to jealousy, when we're triggered and we get jealous, jealousy is a sign that the other person has or is doing something that you want to do. So ask yourself, what is it that you're suppressing? So we've all had this, like someone does something, and straight away be like, ah. And you start to make a story up in your head, this narrative. But ask yourself, why are you so bothered about what the other person's doing? And nine times out of 10, it's because you're a little bit jealous. But you're jealous because they're doing something that you want to do. And maybe you don't know how to do it or you don't think you can do it. Again, very, very powerful. Just own that. So we also spoke about growth. And we think that growth is just this straight linear line. So we start somewhere and we just grow. But that is not true growth. That is not what really happens in the world. Like growth, you go up and you go down. But then what happens is, like when you're in that uh, down phase of the growth period, that's when you learn the most. So you're going up, something happens, you get knocked down a little bit. But the thing is, you're still better than when you started. But when you're in that sort of lull period, that is when you learn. That is when you grow. That is when you reflect. And that reflection will then act like a springboard that will propel you forward. Again, I'm getting Mikey to put some... Uh, slides up on the screen here so you can actually see uh the, the, the this thing i'm looking at here so you can actually see it but each time we get knocked down like we propel upwards we propel forwards the reflection allows us to propel forwards again we can't have the highs without the lows to so make sure that when we're in the lows we use it to propel us forward it's the same thing when it comes to fat loss like it's not a linear straight down thing like it does take some time as long as the trend is always going in the right direction that is when we're going to improve and again paul then also spoke about surfing um and again understand it just like the waves are going up and down up and down like we we, we have to embrace that the, the life is up and down like it's not just going to be smooth sailing but it's understanding that we, we when we're going down we're not crashing just like when a surfer goes down like it's all controlled like it may look all chaotic but the surfer knows when they're up there riding the wave they know they're going to come down but they're doing it in a controlled manner it's the same thing here like when you're going through notice like have fun when you're on that high embrace um riding the waves embrace that high really get into that spirit enjoy the life but understand that it can't last and then when you start to go down understand notice ah i'm losing a bit of momentum here but don't worry about it just enjoy the ride down like the surfer does and then when you get to the bottom and you realize that you aren't in your flow state understand that is the time to chill it's the time to chill and look back at the amazing stuff that you've achieved because you can't always be making progress 24 7 365 it is not realistic or achievable so maintainable so notice you're going to go on the high and when you're coming down notice that is a time to reflect that is the universe saying to you listen you need a bit of time to recharge then we're going to go again so use it just like a surfer they'll be sat on the beach they'll be watching back the footage wow that was amazing and then you go again. And that is how it works. Just learn to surf. Learn to surf the waves of life. They're not going to be indefinite. Enjoy them when they're there. But when they come down, again, it feels like the world's crushing upon you. But just like the surfer, you get back up again and you ride the next wave. It's going to be a bigger wave. It's going to be a better wave. You're going to ride it for longer. That's how it works. And the question, the most important questions are the ones that you don't know the answer to. So it's that, that, that is a big thing. Let me say that again. The most important questions are the ones that you don't know the answers to. Like you don't know what you don't know and that should really excite you. There's so many things that you don't know but if you go searching every single day for some of these questions you don't know the answers to, if you're constantly being a student of life, I did a whole um, thing on this about being teachable. You have to be teachable. High willingness to learn, high willingness to change. Understand you don't know what you don't know but there's answers out there. 
And it's the experiences that aren't the problem. It's how we internalize them. So when things happen to us in our life, it's not the experiences of the problem. It's how we actually internalize them. That's the problem. It's a story that we tell ourselves because feelings only last for about 90 seconds. We've talked about this before. But then we have thoughts and stories about these things that then cause feelings, cause emotions, and then it can last hours, days, weeks, or months. So it's not the actual event that's the thing. It's a story, this narrative, these thoughts that we create around this event. That is what causes a problem. So for example, I'm on my mobile phone, I go to text Mikey, Mikey doesn't text me back. Mikey not texting me back has not done anything to me, it's just I've not had a text back from him. But then I then create these thoughts and these stories about how Mikey hates me, maybe someone says something to Mikey about me, blah, 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 maybe I'm, and then literally you create this narrative and then for three hours I'm on this negative loop about how Mikey hates me and all these things, negative things happen and the podcast can be ruined and when am I going to find another videographer and then Mikey texts me back saying sorry mate I've just been asleep. <laughs> So again, it's understanding like it's what the stories that we tell ourselves that there's nothing there. The event is a non-event. There's nothing there. Nothing's happened. Mikey just hasn't texted me back. I don't know what Mikey's thinking or doing. I don't have CCTV on him. Same with anything else in life. Like we internalize these things and we create these stories to fit this narrative that we have, which is why it's important to understand this shadow work. Like if we think that we're a horrible person, doesn't deserve happiness, we're always going to have this story and we're always going to, again, it's that confirmation bias. We're always going to find a narrative that we come up with to confirm to ourselves that we're a horrible person. So of course Mikey wouldn't text me back because I'm a horrible person and I deserve Mikey not to text me back. This makes sense. But if I'm like, actually, like, I'm, I, I am an amazing human. I have my flaws, but I'm an amazing human. If Mike doesn't text me back, it's not a problem. Like, I'm sure he's busy, blah, blah, blah. But it just changes that narrative. Now, maybe Mikey has done something, or so Mikey maybe has heard something about me, or something's been said, and maybe he is pissed off. But I don't know that. So me creating that story, it's not going to help. Because even if Mikey is that way, he's not texting me back anyway, so I'm not going to get an answer. So why would I then destroy something that I'm living in my actual reality right now, worrying about something that hasn't happened yet? And again, all this sort of stuff, uh, like like I've said uh, a few times, like, it sounds simple when I explain it. It's not. But with this podcast, what I try and do is just, just I try and shine some light on some stuff that maybe you hadn't thought about before. And all this stuff that I'm learning on my journey, like I'm constantly learning. Again, if you've listened to this podcast from the very, very start, you will see and have heard me evolve and grow as I've been doing these podcasts. Even the short time Mikey's been here as well. Like I've noticed that I'm changing as a person. So that's how it should be. Like I'm constantly on, on, on the pursuit of trying to get myself a little bit better. And as I'm doing that, I'm trying to pass this information on to you guys. I'm not saying that I know everything. I'm, I, I don't I don't know anything at all like I genuinely don't know anything but I know more than some people and that's what I'm trying to pass on so if I can just help you just st- take one step forward in your life then absolutely amazing and again it's like I'm, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your lives I'm not at all I'm trying to give you a bit of awareness that I wish that I had had and all this information I'm like oh that's cool I wish other people knew about this because I see people walking around and you can see they're so in their own head and they're so so lost and some people do this stuff automatically they kind of know they know this stuff. And these are people that generally walk around happy and they don't really know why. It's because they're doing this stuff unconsciously. They don't even realize that they're doing it. So the next thing here, but be careful of the language that we use. Um, so, so this is a big thing here that, that Paul said, like, about replacing the word but with and. So if you're saying something to someone, like I'm saying to Mikey, oh yeah, Mikey, do you mean I, I really, really like your t-shirt, but, and I say something else, what you then do is you then disregard what was said beforehand. So I'm like, actually, Mikey, I really, really like t-shirt, but blah, 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 Mikey's going to forget that compliment I played. So when it comes to anything, when you're communicating, again, like I said at the very, very start, be careful of the words you use because replacing the word but with and is really, really powerful. It's like, Mikey, I really like t-shirt and I'd really appreciate if you'd put that kind of coke in the bin when you're done. For example, like I completely change it. If I say, if I go back to the original one, Mikey, I really like t-shirt, but can you put that kind of coke in the bin? That word but, it completely changes the sentence structure and Mikey's probably going to forget about what I said about his nice t-shirt and just, it's like but, the word but. 
this but it automatically presupposes people to forget what i just said but if you say and it adds to the sentence so saying this thing and also adding this on as well rather than this thing but forget that this instead really really powerful and again i've been using that quite a lot uh again it, it validates the initial statement and adds to it instead of taking it away so again kind of spoke again i'm on a roll here again i'm really glad i've got these notes here to, to sort of fall back on because again it's just like sparks me and i just go off on massive tangents which again you know that you, if you listen to the podcast before you, you know that i've got massive tangents here but uh, again accepting that i'm the villain i spoke about this a little bit i'm the villain you are the villain everyone is the villain everyone at some point is the villain so accept that you are the villain and then you can actually address any issues that are causing you to be the villain like it's understanding we manipulate the world around us to fit this story in our narrative i've said this before things happen and what people do is that confirmation bias people have got a story about you people have got a story about me there's nothing that i can do really to change people's stories about me that doesn't really matter that doesn't really bother me it's only my story about me that's the only thing that i can control remember you can't control other people i can't control what other people choose to think or feel about me you can't control what other people think or feel about you that's their story that you can't change that but all you can do is work on yourself and understand that sometimes you do mess up and that's absolutely fine but don't allow yourself to manipulate the world around you in a negative way don't allow yourself to have a negative story and narrative about yourself because again thoughts become things thoughts become reality so if you've got this negative story and narrative about yourself you're just going to attract negativity that is how the law of attraction works that is how the law of love works this is how it works it's universal laws again not going too much into this if you want to listen to that episode i did the podcast with michael logier about law of attraction if you haven't listened to that one of the best episodes i've ever done that guy's book changed my life uh it was way before i did video but go back and listen to that michael logier law of attraction uh i think maybe 40 in the, in the number 40 somewhere along there but again i get mike to pink across the bottom absolutely incredible um duh, 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 duh. also again thing again this is the neuristic programming uh part here when um if I'm trying to communicate with someone and I'm saying to them, like, you're missing the point or you're not understanding what I'm saying, what it really means is that I am not communicating that point properly. So, for example, earlier on, Mikey was trying to explain something to me and I didn't get it. That then meant that Mikey wasn't explaining himself properly and then Mikey three times actually changed how he told the same story and then I actually understood it. It wasn't my fault that I didn't get it. It was Mikey because he wasn't communicating it properly. So again, think about that. If you're trying to say explain something to someone, maybe it's your partner. Maybe you're getting your partner to do something and you're getting frustrated that they're not doing it. It's because you are not communicating it effectively. It's not them. You are the, you are trying to communicate something to them. It's not their fault they don't understand it. It's your fault for not communicating it effectively. And this when it comes to personal training or fat loss or mental health or mindset stuff. If you can't explain it on the most simpli simplistic basic level, you do not get it and you do not understand it. This is why I've said this before, like I'm not a therapist or counsellor. I don't claim to be. I don't want to be a therapist or counsellor. But if you put me in a room with any therapist or counsellor or anyone that wants to talk about high-level mental health stuff, I will hold my own because I get it and I understand it. I'm not saying that I'm going to know more than them, but I get it on a level. I really fundamentally understand it, which is why I can articulate it in such a way. That is what it's all about. You can tell people that don't know things because they then can't, they've got one way of explaining it. And if you try and question them on it, they can't rethink and reshuffle because they don't understand it. So again, if you're asking someone to do something especially if it's a partner or someone at work especially someone at work and you're the senior management and they're not understanding it that is not their fault they are not stupid you have the inability to explain it properly on their level and again a good management is a good communicator so figure out how to communicate on their level to get it done i hope that makes sense 
mini rant. Uh, did a bit of a bamboo store. I think I've done that before, so I'm not going to go into that. I'm sure I've done it on the podcast, so uh, I'm just going to leave that there. Um, I feel like I've gone on another little rant then. It's been quite good though. It's been quite therapeutic to get some stuff out. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Just going off, going off on one. Um, did it, have I done the bamboo story? Yeah, we have, yeah, I thought I have. So, um, yeah, I've done the bamboo story. Um, I can't remember which episode that was. Uh, but like I said, um, got loads more. So it's got some amazing guests lined up. Uh, again, I've got someone now that's helping me uh, work on getting more regular guests on because, like I said, we, we, we've, the problem is I get such an influx of people messaging me. It's hard for me to actually figure out what's um, going on with my diary and stuff like that. So I've got some amazing guests lined up. Again, I've got Mikey's making more of an appearance as well. So we're going to have th- we've got three different types of episodes. We've got me where I'm talking like this, just bringing some, some, some heat, some fire, some just again, just being my raw, authentic self trying to help you guys. Uh, they've got me and Mikey, which have a general sort of chit chat about life and just have a real uh, relaxed conversation about stuff. And then I've also got my guests where I'm interviewing people to basically bring their expertise to help you uh, level up and become the best version of yourself. So they're the different episodes we've got going. Again, each week I try and uh, bring something new to the table if you enjoy the podcast please help us grow the episodes help us grow the show like and share it with a friend uh, again Sp- um, spotify now has a little ranking system like a, a five-star thing so if you can give us a five-star review uh, any sort of review on an uh, itunes rapper podcast would be greatly appreciated help us spread the word help as many people as possible we don't want ads on the podcast we've got no intention of doing it we're trying to grow it organically uh, to grow people try to grow the reach organically um, and that's how we like to do things so absolutely love you guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode and i'll catch you next time